Welcome back to the Round Robin Diplomacy Podcast with our international business lens on Portugal. I'm your host, Aditya Deveker. So when you think of business news in Portugal, what normally pops up in your head? You may think of Cristiano Ronaldo, the wine industry, or the impressive beaches with travel and tourism. And you'd be right in thinking about all those sectors, but then you'd also be right in not being able to think of any more. The fact remains that Portugal's economy hasn't diversified enough prior to the pandemic to compete with the other major economies of Europe. And then the pandemic did a fantastic job of revealing that fact. Luckily, Prime Minister Antonio Costa has a solid hand for steering Portugal in its recovery. The first card is that in 2021, Costa delivered a 4-5% to GDP growth rate, which is the best that the country has seen since 1990. That gave him enough political capital, among other accomplishments, to call a snap election and take the prime ministership for another five years. Second, Costa has the bonus of having Europe's third largest engineering graduate population. With the upcoming European pandemic recovery package given to the most poor European countries, reportedly around two-thirds of this $18 billion package will go towards infrastructure projects. So this seems like a win-win for the country and newly graduated engineers in the country as well. Third, Costa knows he can't rely on the travel and leisure sectors to grow beyond their pre-pandemic levels of growth. That's why he's invested in policies that make it easier for the average worker, and possibly even foreign workers, to stay and invest their livelihoods in Portugal. Prior to the election, Costa and the Socialist Party passed a law that bans employers from contacting their employees after hours. The labor law gives workers the right to 11 continuous hours of rest, although it doesn't apply for companies with fewer than 10 workers. This law, coupled with the fact that Portugal ranks first among European nations for remote work from factors like accessibility, weather, social life, health and safety, and travel cost, gives workers more reason to stay instead of moving abroad for better pay. So all in all, Costa doesn't have a royal flush in his hand, but he's been given the best cards out of anyone else at the table. With the majority government, rising wages, a recovery package on the way, and favorable labor laws, I would not be surprised if Portugal and Spain were once again punching at the same weight. Thanks for tuning in to the Business Lens this week. Stay tuned for the Sports Lens tomorrow, and have a great day.